We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the Gilcast. This is Simulcast on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast Network and Roto Grinders Podcast Network. I'm Davis Maddock. I'm joined by only only two thirds of a fish this week. Uh, Nate Nolling actually he, he died of injuries sustained by D.D. Westbrook. Uh, that's not actually true. We, we, it's eleven o'clock at night Central Time. We called Nate. We g chatted him. We texted him. He, he's just asleep, Sammy. He's just asleep, bro. I think he just uh, was basking in the glow of playing Matt Schaub and Cash and smashing for 450 yards, and he's just like, yeah, I'm good. Just going to rest it up. Nate's lineup beat me by 2.5 points, and his ROI beat me by about 97%, I think. Yeah, I, don't, I, I just think he had a good day, and he didn't want – your negativity to bring him down I think it's fair I think and you know what honestly I think the negativity of like losing every 1v1 and losing like I think it's just it's like starting to bleed over into just like all my future decisions I'm like okay well like what's like instead of thinking like okay what's the most realistic outcome for all these players I'm just thinking like okay what's the worst possible scenario for these guys and like that's like actually not a joke that's like a real way that tilt can uh, impact your play that's a thing that happens in poker a lot. Like going going on tilt in DFS is like a little bit less noticeable because it's a lot more like push button, play this from the lineup. But there's like I probably 
I think I probably don't play Deshaun Watson in cash today. If I had been on a winning streak, I think I would have just played one of the 5K quarterbacks. Yeah, it's one of those things like you run into a couple of sick coolers and get and get stacked off in poker, and then you're afraid that everybody's got the nuts for like the next two weeks. Like, I, I kind of get that. And, you know, we can talk about how we constructed our lineups and, you know, all that stuff, but – Dude, this sucks. You, you're you're on a losing streak, and you got to talk about it on the Gilcast oh, every dude, it's week. Just, and it's just now. terrible. Like, at least when I lose and when I lose in other sports, I can just do it in peace. Like, no one's no one's like crawling up my butt, like asking me how my day went. If I'm losing, if I'm like punting off like four NBA slates in a row, which by the way, this is it's all it is. I lost four slates in a row, and like I've lost four NBA slates in a row a hundred times in my life and no one ever crawled up my butt and asked me how I was doing. <laughs> but instead now I have people tweet. <laughs> I got people tweeting at me like, dude, you're going to be tilted on the podcast. So you had a zero. <laughs> I have people, I have people sending me games. I have people sending me games like $10 head to head. So like, ah, dude, can't wait. Just can't wait to listen to the podcast. Uh, and I'm just like, there's nothing I can do. You also have dudes sending you five hundred dollar games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I shout out to the guys sending me five hundred dollar games and playing Saquon Barkley. I, I mean, that's you do what you got to do, bro. Ugh, taking taking that L caught, today was not fun. Yeah, I caught a bit of that a Twitter conversation where you like pivoted to to Cootie because you were behind going into the, the games and then yeah. the fish were like getting on you about it. Well, like you love, you love to be so sharp and like realize someone has you covered and then swap. And then the guy you swap to gets benched and doesn't play a snap for DeAndre Carter. <laughs> you're, just, you're just running good, man. Just... Dude, like, like I cooler Kiki Cutie into getting stone cold benched by his NFL team. Like that's how much my mush powers are in play right now. Uh well, so in case the listeners haven't figured it out, from Sammy's jovial mood, he smashed today because he's really sharp, and what he, what he did in his lineup was pretty good. Uh, I, I'll just go ahead and read Nate's team since he's not here right now, and uh, we can kind of talk through it because Nate and I had a lot of overlapping players. Uh, so Nate played Matt Schaub, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, Mike Thomas, D.D. Westbrook, Mike Williams, who was kind of the key to the slate and then not the key to the slate. And then Darren Waller, Latavius Murray, and the Chargers defense. So we all three played different quarterbacks, which I'm pretty sure is the first time that's happened this year, where we've all played a different quarterback. Uh, maybe didn't didn't last week I played Ryan? Did you both play golf or somebody we else? We both played? played golf. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that hurts. So, uh, so yeah. Nate Nate played Matt Schaub and uh, lived to tell the tale. Matt Matt Schaub had like 480 passing yards, a two point conversion, and a passing touchdown. And I got I gotta hand it to him. I thought it was really bad and stupid. And it, you know what? It turns out, Sammy, quarterback scoring just doesn't matter. They all they all get in, on DraftKings specifically. They all get in between 15 or 23. The guys who can get more than that are are like the running quarterbacks, and that's it. But there were there was not one running quarterback on the slate. Like Lamar uh, wasn't on the slate. Kyler was not ever really going to run that much against the Saints. I don't think like Kyler was not for me. I didn't even play him in GBP this week. This was the first time this year that I hadn't done that. So I I thought, and I that's probably why I played Deshaun Watson was because he was projected 
for so many more points than all the other quarterbacks, but also quarterback just doesn't matter. They all get the 20 points. I mean, Nate just has big fat Nardos, bro. I, yeah. I, I, I even halfway considered job. Like I thought about him at some point and I was like, no, I can't do that. Uh, whereas Nate just looked at his spreadsheet and he's like, well, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, he projects for like, you know, X amount of share of, you know, whatever the, the, the mean average, blah, blah, blah. And he just like plugged them in for super cheap. Uh, but dude, he went with like two crappy receivers. He went with Mike Williams. He, he, and He gutted his whole lineup to get Darren Waller in. Dude, he's a fish. Like, how did he cash? I don't he, cashed, th- he cashed because he had the three nut cash game running backs. Michael Tom, Dude, Michael Thomas, like, he had this projection that I thought he was going to be, like, 70% owned. He was, like, 25 to 30% owned and stuff, and he was, like, so clear. Like, do you think people didn't play him because of Patrick Peterson? I have no idea. Maybe. It, I mean, it's 2019. Do people still do the quarterback or the, the receiver cornerback matchup thing? Oh, big thing? time. Big time. People, people big time into that. Dude, that's, that's wild. I mean, Thomas, for me, was... He, was... he was projected for the most... He was projected for more points than McCaffrey. He was projected for the most points of the day. Yeah, I, I mean, that was just a stone lock. I mean... Yeah, he was the first against guy. Eric... I mean, e- even if you went and read the article about, about Peterson shadowing, Peterson himself said, I will not follow Mike Thomas into the slot. Well, guess what Mike Thomas does? He just hangs out in the slot and runs outs and curls all day. Like... Of, of course he's not going to shadow him the whole time. And even if he did, like, who cares? Michael Thomas is always open. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. It, he was 30% owned in the, in the big $25. 70% of people out there are fish, uh, in my humble opinion. So, Big time, big time, yeah. big time fish. If you, if you didn't play Michael Thomas, I mean, feel free to take my games again this next week. I'm sure whatever's going to happen, you're going to end up beating me anyways, even if you do famous <laughs> Stone Cold Nuts. <laughs> But those are the kind of games I want. Spend all his money on quarterback. I just had to. I just had to really access the upside of 265 passing yards from Deshaun Watson. Thought that was a really key. Thought that was really important to get into my lineup. I mean, I just I don't. So like I had Derek Carr and Matt Stafford teams, and the Stafford team I think clearly made the most sense. That was with Chase Edmonds and Darren Waller but I just I think that team was the best team uh, of like from like a a construction standpoint because Stafford was was just the best play and that's what and that's who you played yeah I mean I I, and I'm not gonna lie to you I actually had when we weren't gonna have Rex Burkhead I was highly considering Sony Michelle in cash which really felt gross and I wasn't even considering him until you guys were like, bro, he projects so well. And I'm like, well, if I use him as my third running back. And I actually had him in last night, uh, Deshaun Watson. And this morning it was just like, no, I can't go Sony. And so I went back down to Stafford. But I get the idea that, I mean, it was a couple weeks ago that, that he scored like 55 points or whatever and broke the slate. And this was kind of a situation kind of similar so I get it, but get at the end of the day, like those performances by quarterbacks are big time outliers. They're just they're Generally just so rare, and just and just like it's so like unless you think like the median outcome for a quarterback is in the 30s, like you just you can't be you can't be playing Cameron Brait to get him in there, and that's what I did. I just I played a play that was so bad that projected for like such like he was either going to get 
12 points or he was going to get four points. And those were like the only possible outcomes for Cameron Braid. He was never getting more than that. And I was just like, you know what? You got to You got to just jam, you got to just jam that guy in there. You just got to You just really got to get after it with, uh, with Cameron Braid. I mean, it, Stafford was the guy Stafford was the guy I wanted he just the the Giants are the Giants are egregious and they just like I think the Giants defense like I think they actually hate Daniel Jones I think they think it's funny to watch Daniel Jones fumble so like they try and give up as much points as they can in the beginning so that Daniel Jones just has to spend the rest of the game just like dropping back and just making mistakes Uh, I think it's pretty funny I was surprised that the Lions were only 1.6 percent owned in cash People played like, the Jaguars defense who were $100 more instead. That was the chalk D. Yeah, they were super chalk, and they did really well. I think they got 15. Like, they just really got in a got in Darnold's head. Like, is Darnold broken right now? He's just bad, bro. He's just not good. <laughs> <laughs> You just it's, – it's, you, can't, you, can't so, you can't break something that's, uh, that's shitty. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Sam Darnold had a lot of promise and he was on the right track and then he some bad stuff started happening to him in New England and now he's shook and he kind of reminds me of you uh, when it comes to DFS you're like the Sam Darnold of DFS. Well, well, I never had mono though. You gotta, you gotta, you get like Sam Darnold was definitely he was on a good path and they got mono and then like he just like watched Luke Falk fart around and was like, God, I'm terrible and I'm better than that guy. So I got to get back. I got to get after it. The the Lions defense was a like there were a lot of defenses right above 2800 that I thought like I thought all those defenses were really good. People who played the Patriots defense, I mean, just how how much like pure. So dude, pure. people are so bad and they just keep getting there and it just it it hurts, bro. I dude, I forget who it was, but some guy tweeted at like 7 p.m. tonight. Some DFS guy was like, "Imagine not playing the New England Patriots in DFS. What are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh, okay. Like that's how it is. We're just gonna pay 4.3 for fantasy defenses." Oh my God, Nate's texting us right now. Nate's All right, texting well, us. He's he's gonna he's gonna get to come in then. He's gonna get to yes! come in late. Did we get to hear about the Matt Schaub decision? <laughs> Shoot, fell asleep, just woke up. Nate Noling? That's just like Nate. He doesn't even he doesn't even swear. He just goes shoot. shoot. Golly. Golly, yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> Dude, I'm just like so like of course I'm back in here looking at the uh the massive twenty five dollar single entry double up again and just seeing just how close I was. I mean, you were you were really close last week, right? You want me you want me to read you you want me to read you the team that was the very last cashing team in the twenty five dollars single entry double up? Oh, I do. Okay, Deshaun Watson at quarterback. They played they played Marlon Mack, sixteen DraftKings points. Latavius Murray, of course, uh, super good value play. AJ Brown, pretty good, pretty good cash play. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Stills, Darren, Darren Waller, and then. Mega sharp flexed Cortland Sutton. Just you four wide receivers, four wide receivers in cash. Everyone knows that's what you do. And uh, and then of course the Jaguars defense at twenty one percent owned. Just a just a smash for the Jaguars defense. <laughs> it hurts so bad when people who are so bad at DFS beat you and take your spot. Well, in- what's what's more tilting is when you realize like at some point 
you do not have an inexhaustible pile of money to just shovel at these fish to play against them. And at some point, if you just keep running bad, you will just run out of money to play against the people who are bad. <laughs> we need to we need to set up a GoFundMe for you, bro. <laughs> I'm going to tweet out, hey, my friend, he's very sick. <laughs> my, hey, my friend, he's very sick. He's, he's, he's running got, he, he's got running fishitis. very bad. Please retweet for awareness. <laughs> 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 it's just like some of these games, some of these games I get, I'm like, I just, I can't imagine how bad you are at DFS and how people are still able to beat me. It's, it's, it's just, it's just one of those things, buddy. All right. Well, I mean, here's the thing. So did we play the same running backs? We I played Carson, Latavius, and Chase Edmonds. Yeah, so that was the uh, that was the team that I had until about eleven thirty three uh, a.m. and then I swapped to the three running backs that I played. And I think the three running backs I played were just so very clearly the three plays. They were Latavius Murray, Chris Carson, and Leonard Fournette. Those dudes yeah. racked up about eighty five touches and. Uh, this is just some classic Leonard Fournette on, on the day here. So Leonard Fournette had 66 rushing attempts on his, uh, his first rush attempt of the day. Yep. How many rushing attempts do you think he got the rest of the way? And then how many rushing yards do you think that he ended with? Do you, do you know the answer to this question? Okay, before I look, I'm going to guess that he had 25 rushing attempts and ended with 83 yards. Is that right? So first carry of the day. 66 oh, no. yards. He Not ends even. with 76 rushing yards. It was like that one day where he had like 19 carries for six yards and then broke off the 60 yard. Yeah, it was like the Thursday night. So, so 19 yeah. carries for 76 yards ends with 70 uh, ends with, uh, and he, he had a touchdown. He was actually in the end zone, called it through. How do you think, how do you think uh, the referees ruined his touchdown from the one yard first and goal one yard line? Uh, forward progress. He's in the end zone. In what way do you think the referees uh, decided that he had not scored? I uh, ruled him. I don't. I, I have no, no idea. They just they just blew it dead in the middle of the pile. They just <laughs> I, they just they just blew it dead. He was heading into the end zone. His offensive linemen were pushing him, and they just blew it dead. Smooth. And and then uh, they the Jaguars ran. I think the dumbest play. The team, they ran a, a, a power sweep with Leonard Fournette, who, God bless his heart, he's about as fast as an offensive lineman. He just – he looks like Todd Gurley out there on the edge. And, uh, and then Leonard Fournette got so mad at not scoring that he threw his helmet off and was benched for the rest of the game by his coach. That happened? Yeah. Oh, my God. Third, third oh. and goal, right? Third and goal, Reichwell Armstead came in, and then uh, instead of instead of perhaps getting a chance for the bonus on the last drive, uh, Reichwell Armstead uh, iced the game because Leonard Fournette had thrown his helmet and was benched by Doug Marone. I mean, here's the thing: you can talk about how close he was, but Leonard Fournette was never in any danger of scoring a touchdown. No, he it's true. Never. It's so never going to happen. <laughs> He is allergic to the freaking end zone, bro. It's like two <laughs> two magnets of the exact same like 
uh, polarization. It just will repel him every time. It's not. It's true. Happen. Yeah, it's like uh, I did a I did a podcast with Rich Rebar the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, everyone talks about how bad he runs at scoring touchdowns, but they're just never going to use him that way. Like, it's just it's literally an impossibility. So don't eat, like when you project him, just give him zero touchdowns and hope he's a good enough value without that." Uh, and and, yeah, he, and I want, he was, dude. He got what twenty yeah. twenty six touches, seven for sixty through the air. Like, I mean, he did what you expected, but he could just be a smash if he just score a touchdown once ever. And he yeah, just lo- when you log on to the fat net, that's what you get. He yeah. yelled about the play calling coming off the field. He's never there's been- here's 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 <laughs> Nate Nolan. He's that's he's the here, cool everybody. story, Nate. Way to way to show up. <laughs> I'm I was so tilted about Fournette. Nate, turn your video on. We're publishing this video. Oh, no, we're not. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm dead ass putting this on the take cast. David, Davis is poor. He needs to start. Making yeah, I'm poor. I need, rev- I need new revenue streams. All right, let me figure this out. Uh, yeah, Fournette, Fournette was good. <laughs> Wasn't good. Uh, Sammy, I need you to I, talk to me a little bit about Edmonds from someone who had to, had to live through the tilt of him leaving injured. Because I, I played him on, on FanDuel. But uh, I need you. I need you to walk through uh, Edmonds for me. I mean, so I'll walk through Edmonds, but I honestly wasn't that tilted because I knew within like ten minutes of the slate that I was going to smash. So, yep. Uh, you know, it was just one of those things. Like I, I was fine, but Arizona's really bad, um, and they they're going to run not, a lot of though. plays. They're they're not though. They're not really bad, dude. It, but but here's the thing. They have games where they're going to be really bad because they go three and out hella quick. And a right. team like New Orleans that just, like, grinds out, like, six-yard Michael Thomas catches and seven-yard Latavius Murray runs and just, like, grinds it out. And then Arizona goes three and out, and then it's over. Um, you know, I, I thought that Edmonds was a good play because if I had David Johnson – at 6, yeah, I was going to say, if I could quote you from our group chat, you said, he's David Johnson at 6,200. He is! Which is, na- which is not wrong. Matter. No, no, it's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, running backs don't matter. It's true. So I, I was fine with, like, 10 rushes from Chase Edmonds, and he'd get six or seven targets. And I'm like, that's great. Like, they'll be behind. And I thought it was setting up decently for some trash second-half uh, catches for Chase well, Edmonds. Well, he didn't even make it that far, right? No, he got snapped out in the third quarter. Like, he just, like, ran off the field, super hobbled, and I was like, oh, he's dust. Like, there's no way he's coming back. Like, he, I'm sure he won't play next week. But I knew immediately that that, that dream was over. Wow, it's like, really going to be Zach Zenner season on Halloween night. That is Spooky. correct. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we all, we all played Carson, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how Carson didn't get the bonus, bro. How did, uh, how did well, here's how Well, here's how Carson didn't get the bonus. Because Fournette see- sucks. If, well, if, Fournette, Fournette yeah. sucks, but Carson sucks too. Uh, what actually what actually happened was Seattle apparently had just decided they were not interested in uh, forward progress of the ball <laughs> in the second half of this game against Atlanta. It's like they they uh, they here. Let me read to you the results of their possessions in the second half. Uh, three three plays minus five yards punt. Three plays seven yards punt. Ten plays seventy eight yards. Field goal, punt. They had four drives in the second half, and three of them were three and outs. So it's just like, they, they were what up are you 24 do? nothing. They were up 24-0, and they just shut it down. And they're like, you know what? 
we're just going to let Matt Schaub do his thing. And uh, Nate was Nate, rubbing, Nate, rubbing his is, nipples furiously the entire second half. Yeah, this is your, this is your, this is your floor for, uh, for Matt Schaub. Well, okay, here's the Matt Schaub thing. I mean, the Falcons are a, are a pass-heavy team. Uh, Schaub was in a dome at home with Julio Jones, Austin, like in an efficient offense. I didn't think they were going to struggle to like have passing volume. And even though I knew Schaub was going to be less efficient than Matt Ryan, like he was 46, 4,700 or whatever. It was just like uh, when you look at the passing attempts and the efficiency from his receivers, there was like, I don't know. I didn't feel as bad about the Matt Schaub thing as as you guys felt like when I locked it. What, well, what I don't get is why you didn't just play Derek Carr. Who Nate? Nate, we, who we've I been wanted. we've been roasting you while you weren't here. We need That's to fair. hear your justification for going hella cheap at like four different six, positions. Six <laughs> positions to get Darren Waller in. <laughs> Yeah, like, Darren Waller, just, I think it's just bad. jamming in, jamming in like like four stone punts to, to get Darren Waller's eight points in. Yeah, the Darren Waller. And you thing still hurts. beat me. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start sending Davis five hundred dollars. <laughs> I I might need to. I mean, literally, here's. Because here's what I did. Basically, it started with – I told you guys all week, running back is terrible. I don't know what to do. I don't know. But it do. wasn't terrible, though. We had so many good plays. Here – okay, well, we need to rewind before you do the Darren Waller thing because we're talking about running back. Uh, we, this, if we're going to talk about how we run bad, we got to talk about how we run good. None of us really considered Ty Johnson, who was pretty chalky. That, that, is, not, was, that, is, that is not running good. That's just being sharp. That's sharp. Ty Johnson, I did not think – was a was a great play that, that well, was legit would... donkey chalk like the the column i wrote in the read option this week i i called him donkey chalk and i i thought it was obvious i wish you would have told me before i ran all my bids in my high stakes <laughs> fantasy football yeah leagues. i i kind of let you uh empty the clip for it in our super flex oh <laughs> we are i mean i will say the other running backs suck too so they're what well, it's no one no one cares uh I, I, he was know, owned, though. I know he was how, owned because people thought he was going to get the carry-on workload. How how owned was he? I'm trying to I'm trying to find like I obviously you only see the winning team, so yeah, yeah, you can't scroll down. Those those Dude, fools are all at the bottom. People wanted an excuse to play Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson in the twenty five dollars single entry double up was twenty four point one percent owned. He got mother of God, are you serious? He got so four point eight DraftKings points. Dude, how did you not cash? Well, I, I took a zero. <laughs> I took spirit. a I took a I took a stone zero from a guy who played about ten snaps. <laughs> so that is how. And, and you also Ty and you Johnson, also played Cameron Brait. I mean, Ty I Johnson literally got ten rushing attempts with four targets. So it was fifty percent of the rushing attempt share with eight percent of the target share. Like that I, was literally like my exact was projection. projection for him. Yeah. So I'm not. I wasn't even surprised about the Ty Johnson thing. I just. So I did struggle with running back because I, I mean, other than Fournette and Carson, like the guys that I was looking at was like, I thought Chubb had a good uh, like share of the offense, but I couldn't play You just Chubb. named all the locks though. Fournette, Carson, Murray. Well, those oh, are the three guys that I jammed in. Those yeah. are the three guys that I jammed in. Uh, Murray, Carson, and Fournette. Running, running back is not where you started to make questionable decisions. 
I mean, I jammed in the, the, the highest volume three running backs I could find and that I felt yes, good with. all of that was fine. I don't think either of us are critiquing that strategy. I went cheapest at quarterback and then wide receiver. I went Michael Thomas because he was the lock. Didi Westbrook was the next guy that I felt the best about from a volume standpoint. And then Mike Williams at 4K was the cheapest other playable wide receiver I could find. And then Darren Waller and Chargers. That's where, that's where it's so weird. Like you just so many cheap guys to get in a tight end. Dude, I, I don't, I don't understand this at all. Nate, I don't, I, I don't get it either. Nate, why I, I guess Mike I, Williams? why did I play Mike Williams? Yeah, because you, I thought Mike Keenan Williams was going to be limited, bro. <laughs> no, I actually thought Mike Williams was almost in play, like depending on Keenan's health at 4k. And if Keenan being limited at all, like he, his target share was already good enough that I, I could see playing Mike Williams even with Keenan fully healthy at 4K. So bro, it was one of bro, those. Do you, do you know how cash games work? You want a you want a good floor. Like Mike Williams does not have a good floor. You know who you know who really doesn't have a good floor. D. E. Westbrook. D. E. Westbrook. Uh, so, you know, he he turned 8.7 targets per game into one target and uh, leaving at halftime. Dude, you guys knew, though. You guys knew. We were texting last night, and you guys were like, well, I'm kind of sketch because he only played 53 snaps out of 80 last week. And That's a lot of snaps, dude. 50, yeah, that, 50 out of 80 snaps is a that's, lot. That's two-thirds of the snaps. That's 66% he's a of the slot, snaps. He's a slot wide receiver, though. So, it's like he doesn't need – like, Chris Conley can go out there and block. I don't care. D.D. Westbrook has had, like, 11, 9, and 8 targets over the past three weeks, and he was 4.5K. Like, I – didn't feel bad about that one. Well, you kind of should feel bad because me and Davis were talking about this. We've had a lot of guys get dusted uh, the last couple of weeks. Like I had Matt Ryan last week. I had Chase Edmonds this week. You guys like, yeah, Roethlisberger. He played, ten, and I, he played 10 snaps and left the field hurt. Yeah, he yeah. played more than 10 snaps. He played the whole first half. He so, just, he just yeah, didn't so, any targets. So, so the whole thing is like you can get wrecked by somebody leaving the game. And you knew that Didi was was legitimately hurt. Here's like, so the the other thing is though this is the this is the two this was the two v two. It was Chargers defense Didi Westbrook versus Mike Williams Jaguars defense. Well, I, had, I didn't really I didn't really care about the Jaguars defense, but I mean obviously Mike Williams scoring uh, nine DraftKings points more than Didi Westbrook would have would have made so, some money. So, Sammy, just from a target projection standpoint, though, D.D. Westbrook last week had uh, 28% of his target share. The week before that was 27%. The week before that was 26%. So he had three weeks with above 25% target share coming into this week. I, I don't think at 4.5 you could say he was a bad play. Uh, no, I, like I don't want to say he's bad, but it was sketch. Like you knew it was sketch. Like you need to be honest. We're in a safe space right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I, could, I it like went one ear, in one ear and out the other. Like I thought about it last night and I didn't think about it at all today. I just was like, there it is. I just was looking at the projections and I was like, he's fine. I'll wear it on Waller. I'm not gonna wear it on D.D. Westbrook. Yeah, you gotta wear it on Waller. At four point five, D.D. Westbrook had like one of the, I think it was like the top twelve top 12 target share percentage I actually think I actually think rewinding it I think it was way worse to not play Kenny Stills than it was to do any of the rest of the things Kenny Stills to me was like and neither of you played him and I know he didn't get any points but to me he was like like when I was doing like optimal runs I was like locking him in he was like one of the four guys I was like pressing the lock button on I I I thought he was clearly 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 the play 
I was very afraid. I was afraid of not playing stills. I had fear in my heart because I didn't play stills. Because he's like, because he's like Will Fuller plus like a couple like eight yard outs a game, and like, like that's huge. Like getting like an eight point floor with Will Fuller deep targets is like massive. I mean, you're saying he has an eight point floor. Eight point but... floor. I projected him for five targets. Yeah, and and he got five targets. So five targets with Kenny Stills catch rate. How are you? How are you breaking out the Texans' targets if you have him for five? Uh, pull up Houston. Um, Who are you projecting for more targets than him on that team? If you say Duke Johnson, I'm going to freak out. DeAndre Kiki had five as well. I had Kiki played zero snaps. Zero point zero snaps today. Uh, I had Duke with. Uh, four. I had Darren Fells with four. I had Jordan Aikens with a couple. I, so you had I them with under with 30 passing attempts? Uh, no. Let's see. Projected passer. How much, how much was Tyro Williams? Whew. Not a, like I'm sure he was free. That's, that's who you should have pivoted to, bro. Not, not Kiki QT. Well, at the time, I didn't know that Kiki QT had been benched for DeAndre Carter. <laughs> Yeah, the DeAndre. <laughs> I didn't. Davis. I didn't know that. Davis, what did DR have uh, stills projected for? Six targets. I'm, I'm about to. Well, they don't do it like that. They just do it by market shares. Okay, I have him at five point something, and I and I don't feel bad about that target projection at all for stills. And I think you're fish if you think it was like eight to ten. So, so here, here was my thing. I played Cortland Sutton as my wide receiver three, that and I thought good. I thought Cortland Sutton was way better than Stills. Um, I, I thought Cortland Sutton was going to see like eight or nine targets. I thought he was going to be trailing a lot. Um, big air yards guy. I thought that he'd get a big market share of those air yards. Like he's just the number one where Stills is not. And they had 600 bucks difference. And I really wanted to play Sutton. And he didn't even have that good of a game. But, dude, he had a couple like pass interferences and stuff like that that aren't going to show up as targets in the stat sheet. But like he had the opportunity to have a pretty good game and he didn't quite come through, but I, I really wanted him. We had, we had stills for 18% market share. The, I mean, the thing with projecting him is you have to project him for a really high yards per target. So his projection is very high, probably okay, like very high. At an 18% target share, how are you getting more than six ish targets? I don't know. He just was a lock, dude. I just like he just was a lock. <laughs> he thought he thought that 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 uh, that that Watson was going to throw for three hundred and seventy five yards. So. Yeah, that's also you have to you have to you have to factor in this analysis that I forgot that uh, Houston sucks ass. <laughs> so that was a that was a, like a big that was a big thing of like uh, even if Houston I thought, throws, I thought Houston was going to score a lot of points, and I thought yeah. uh, that Oakland's pass defense was bad, but it turns out. Uh, they're basically the 85 Bears when uh, facing the Houston Texans offensive line. So, yeah, I don't know. Even if you projected Houston to throw 35 times at an 18% target share, that's 6.3 targets. So, don't tell me it has eight point floor. Um, so, Sammy, the thing with Mike Williams to me was like, um, if you look at like anything with Mike Still or Mike Williams's air yards or volume that he's received over the past couple weeks, a lot even of air with- yards. Even yeah, he like he like active. leads the league in useless air yards, like just at, like utterly useless, never gonna be caught, never turning into receptions air yards. That's definitely Mike Williams. So even with Keenan active, 
Like, what's his whopper, bro? Good. Uh, he's got that. He's got that good. Good. I mean, <laughs> can't can't feed I'm the family even. with whopper, Nate. I don't know. If can't, you know that. can't feed the family with whopper. Dude, I we, like. I don't have five anything. and six. He had thirteen and ten targets, and he was four K with a potential chance of Keenan being. We didn't know how limited there was. Like, I thought his his average outcome, even if Keenan was fully healthy, was still a decent play at 4K. I was was going to play if Keenan was out, but I felt like if Keenan played, I was over it because what's going to – what I thought would happen is going to happen. Like, Keenan Allen was just going to, like, get shot up with a bunch of shots. And And that is exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had had Mike Williams for, like, an above 20% target share with an A dot of, like, 14. So, it was like, that's a hard fade at 4K. That's just – He's the who Kenny Stills, who Davis apparently thought Kenny Stills was. I mean, he was very similar in a way better matchup, a way better efficiency spot with a better quarterback. And who, like, less target share, less target share, less a dot. I mean, I, 20% versus 18%, you're flipping coins. You know what y'all's problem is? Is you're, you're messing around with these beta receivers. Like, don't play beta receivers, play number one receiver. Just, just my my two cents. Sammy, Go who alpha. did you play? Who did you play at your varsity years back? I played he, he, uh, Michael he played Thomas. All alphas, dude. Did he? Yeah, I, I just played the alphas. Yeah, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, and Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I should have gone cheaper at tight end. That was stupid. Why did I play Waller? I mean, it was bad. A, I mean, playing Waller was playing Waller was so bad. so playing, Nate, playing playing Waller to get in. <laughs> That wasn't even how I looked at it. Just playing matchup. <laughs> <laughs> like Nate, I know you beat me. I don't care. It's just, it's, it's just outrageous. Matt Schaub was four point seven k for an Atlanta team that was going to throw an insane amount of times with guys like with all efficient wide receivers. I don't know why you feel that dumb about this Matt Schaub play. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. I just would have played Derek Carr. That's who I had. I project. I don't know. I had Matt Schaub projected higher. I wonder. I, I, I bet Matt Schaub didn't even have a bad projection. I bet it was reasonable. Let me look. I mean, I it, Nate. I'll be honest. I don't even think it was that crazy that you played Schaub. Like you just have giant cojones, and I respect you for that. Um, it was just that you went so cheap at so many spots to get in like, a, t- a tight end who got yeah, just, eight yeah. points. Matt, yeah. Yeah, Darren Waller, who Darren Waller's great. Like he's he's fantastic. But you know, it, Davis was kind of on this all week too, where he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna you know pay up at tight end," and and finally you it went just down it just did end. not make it. Just at the end, like I was look, I played with it for six hours, and it just it really didn't make any sense to play Waller. 
I mean, so. Waller was 5.9. It was a $3,100 difference between him and, and Jonu Smith. And it's like, do you, do you know what you can do with 3,100? You can play Matthew Stafford. You can play Cortland Sutton and Allen Robinson. Like, you can pay up at so many different spots for three grand. You know and what's so true. tilting right now? What? I'm looking at the projections right now. And I, did, I honestly didn't even look when I made this decision, but Matt, we Matt had, Job is, no, we had Janu for two more points than Cameron Bray. Did you have the 100? I'm pretty sure my lineup had the 100. Bro, why didn't you play Janu Smith? I legitimately liked Cameron Bray better. Dude, I would have played Braid over Smith, too, I think. You, you, you should not say that on air. Like, I, I know we're trying to be transparent, out. but I would, I would keep that under your hat. No. <laughs> I'm fish. not going to feel bad about it. Tampa Bay, like, uh, getting exposure to a Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston chucked the ball deep offense compared to Ryan. Like, I don't understand why you're, like, thinking this John o. Smith thing was a slam dunk. John o. Smith could have gone out it there. Wasn't, it wasn't a slam dunk. It's John just o. Smith like, could have gone out there 2.8 and put a zero up. And, like, and you would. Bro, he had a touchdown on the first, like, three minutes of the game. Dude, he scored right away. And I was like, I'm rich. Like, I'm not losing today, baby. Let's go, John o. Dude, they don't throw. Tampa does not throw to the tight end. They haven't done it all year. Well, it's, actually, it's actually, if I, if I can correct you, Braid has actually had, like, like, four target games thrown in there. It's just Janu is like clearly going to take over a role in that offense that like was used, which was like Delaney Walker's like their possession wide receiver. It, it, that's the thing. If you had Delaney Walker for two point eight, would you play him? Of course, he'd be a lock. Why would Janu Smith? I don't know. If, I don't wait, 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 wait. Why is Delaney a lock? If he was two point eight, yeah, Delaney had like two targets in each of the last two games. He was Bro. he was not this massive targeted. Sammy like, plays so fast and loose with the tight end position, like dude. Sammy, yeah. <laughs> like Nate, you and I like really get into it, like oh, like to, to target shares and like Sammy's just like dude, it's tight end. Who cares? Johnny Smith firing Smith. it in. I'm a go. Let's go. Which, Who gives which, a rat's ass? It's tight end. Let's go cheap. Let's get a let's get a touchdown and let's ball out with the rest of our lineups. You, you have to know. You have to know. You can always go value at quarterback. And tight end and defense. Yeah, which that definitely that value, definitely works when uh when Darren Waller doesn't get thirty four. Which if I would have gone value, I would have gone Hunter Henry or Evan Engram. I wouldn't have gone all the way down to Cameron freaking Braid or Johnu Smith here. That, that's because you're a fish, bro. Just jam in Johnu and win the slate. Easy game. And enjoy getting zeros from your tight ends. Mm, I really enjoyed the zero from D.D. Westbrook. Cameron Braid had a reception. Cameron Braid had the first reception of the game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I thought I was actually doing fine. I was like, well, cause like, you know, when you play that, that cheap dude, like the last dude in your lineup to make things work. And he just sits there in the first half with a zero. And like, you're like TTP dude, trust the process. He's going to get some points. Like he's been on the field. He's going to get some opportunities, but like inside you're like really, really sweating it the whole time. So it's really, it's really sick when your value dude, like at least has something for you to look at. Like when you're sweating your games, like you need him to like have like the orange like DraftKings text flash, or else you're just gonna be miserable <laughs> for the whole first half. Bro, let me let me tell you, Johnny got in the zone, and I don't even know what number Johnny Smith is. So it's like, oh, who's that? It is 81. It's Johnny Smith. 
I knew I knew, it, I knew it right away. And when Johnny scored and I had knew I had Brait, I was like, oh, it's just going to be one of those days again. Like, it's just going to be one of those days where, like, I just don't get there. Yeah, you, you also have to understand that Ryan Tannehill's in town now. And Ryan Tannehill's the sheriff. And Johnny Smith got six targets last week. And he got some downfield work as well. They like him. So, so Tennessee plays Carolina on the road next week. Mm-hmm. And I think some people are going to be like, dude, Tannehill. He's, he's got it, dude. He's, he knows what he's doing. Like, I think people are going to go to, like, Tannehill or maybe back to Jonu again. I mean, and let me tell you, we got, a, we got a big, fat sample of Ryan Tannehill being one of the 10 worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and I don't think that uh, getting cut from the Dolphins magically fixed him. I mean, Nate, Nate is probably going to play Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> he's not cheap enough. <laughs> dude, I was 0% to play a Ryan Tannehill. I actually, I actually looked at it. I no. thought it made sense. No, I because there was a five k, there was a five k quarterback lineup where you got Darren Waller and the three running backs that you and I played, and that lineup obviously cashes things. Well, no, I, I did that. Well, I mean, I did cash, so I did that lineup. It did. I just used Matt Schaub and to get the Chargers defense instead of whatever defense. Nate, Nate, what, what did you score? Like one fifty nine. Yeah, 159. Okay. So I did fine. I mean, it was a profitable day. I mean, the biggest thing was, like, I just didn't even look at my line. Like, looking back at my lineup now, Waller was the guy I should have been thinking that's the place to cut at, where the whole time I was looking at, like, do I really want to pay um, pay up for Carson? Do I really want to pay? Like, because I – looking at Shaw, he would have been the place I would have upgraded. It wasn't like Waller was the one – because, I don't know, Mike Williams and D.D. Westbrook weren't two values that I felt was thin. Oh, my God. I'm so triggered. Someone just tweeted at me, Brian Poole entered week eight as pro football focus, fourth highest graded cornerback in the NFL. Hashtag defense matters to my D.D. Westbrook tilt tweet. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that They're is trying to tell me though. that it was a cornerback that shut him down and not that he got hurt. I'm so tired. <laughs> yes. I shouldn't I, have jumped on. I should have just slept through this whole thing. <laughs> I won, and I'm tilted about this DD thing still. Sammy, what did you it's do? Because did you it's, it's because it's because it's unjust, dude. Nate, Nate. Now, now that Davis is dead, which one of us is gonna host the GoCast? <laughs> Not me. I I played DD Westbrook too. Oh yeah. Here's the thing, Mike Williams. I'm looking it up. Sammy, you're a fish for not for thinking Mike Williams was as thin as he is. Man, I, you're you're a fish. This is I, all just they're, they're, they're all beta. Yards. They're beta wide receivers. They're beta. Mike, Mike Williams literally is averaging over 100 air yards a game of, with Philip Rivers as his quarterback, and he was 4K with potential for massive upside. Nate, your limited. your logic and here just, and the way you're trying to explain it to Sammy is like not it's like horrible. But Sammy, you're also like so like, dude, I'm only playing alphas. Ugh, that's really Sammy stupid. Sammy John Smith got drunk and isn't thinking about anything, and it's just, <laughs> I'm John Smith Island here, and it's driving me so nuts because. Oh, uh, dude, I played. Hey, maybe maybe you, uh, maybe you losers should try and be good. Maybe maybe you should try to maybe you should try to get good. You have so, a 2.7 so, so tight end with Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback, and you're trying to dunk on me, and I'm just not at it. <laughs> Nate, Nate, I got to set the scene for you, bro. I got to set the scene. So I'm up north in Northern California this weekend for a wedding. And I don't know if you're following the news, but, like, all of Northern California is on straight fire. And my seven-month 
a pregnant wife and I decide at midnight, we're getting the hell out of Dodge. Like we're not staying the night at the hotel and leaving in the morning. We're just going to bone out in the middle of the night. And so we bone out and we had to have AAA come and give us gas. The entire town is on blackout. Like it is freaking craziness. There's fires burning on the, in the, on the mountainside. Like it is just wild. And we get out and my wife falls asleep and I'm racing down the freeway and I'm looking at my phone, right? I'm looking at my lineups because that's the only responsible thing to do. Um, and I have this epiphany and the epiphany was John U. Smith. And it just came to me in a moment of clarity that I could pay up at every wow. other position and get all the alpha plays I wanted. And I was just going to do it. And I did it and I smashed and uh, life is good. I run pure. That's all I got to say. And I'm alive. I didn't burn to death either. That's good too. I just want to hey, run Davis, good glad you didn't play. Did Robert Woods get hurt in this game? I didn't watch. No, Cooks got hurt. Okay, so Woods played the whole game and got two targets with – dude, Woods is legit dead. And you guys are – the fact that you thought about playing Robert Woods in cash at 6.3K. I never I, thought about playing him. I just – like when we looked at it last week, but he was like $700 too expensive. God, I wish you had played him. He had a 6.45 target share this week. I mean, just – Two two targets, just but he also gold. but he did have four rushes. Just gold. <laughs> he did have four rushes. He what the hell? Todd Gurley only had ten. <laughs> Dude, he legit had a negative area. He had legit negative air yards this week. You have Robert Woods. Oh, dude. Air yards. I just I didn't like even five. play him this week. How are we on Robert Woods? I didn't even play him. This is part of the brand, bro. Are people gonna play him next week? Does his price go up? Is he six? I don't even five? think they're not. A, they're not on a slate, dude. They're coming home from London. Use your brain, dude. Yeah. I lost to a guy who didn't even know the Rams were playing in London. <laughs> you didn't know it till Thursday. I lost to someone who played Saquon Barkley over Michael Thomas, dude. Like I'm just I'm just lo- I'm taking L's everywhere. That's played Saquon Barkley in cash this week. And not and and not like Saquon Barkley is a bad player, but just like that made no sense in the context of the slate. Yeah, I don't think I I don't it would have taken me a thousand lineups to touch Saquon. The the type of people who are beating me now are the type of people who don't realize that when you're losing in a head to head, you should swap off the optimal plays for suboptimal plays just to not be covered. Hey, how many invites a week are you getting now, Davis? I got, I got, I mean, I shit you not. I got like 25 this week. This is like <laughs> not a joke. <laughs> and here's the thing. I, I, I accepted some of them when I only had one lineup in, but after you've exported and you've put in your GP, you've put your GPP lineups into everything. It's like, you got like 300 lineups on your screen. You can't like, you, you can't find your cash team. So yeah. I stopped. I, so some people got free money off me this way. Uh, one, one person called their head to head anti Latavius fish. And I, I played that one just cause I thought that was really funny. He like called that. Oh. He like named the head to head anti Latavius fish. Did he, any, any faded Latavius? I did not click on the game cause I just have so many games up. open, but I did, I, I did win that game. I mean, imagine that take, bro. Can we take a second? 7% owned. That's it. Can we take a second and just actually talk about our run good here and the fact that we got that Rex Burkhead news that took us off of the thinking about the James White, Sony Michelle thing? Literally, Here's Sony the thing, though. Here's 21. the thing, though. Sony got 21 carries, had three goal line carries, so it's actually would have been fine like he in terms zero, of usage. He had exactly what I was concerned about. Zero targets. Zero targets. Zero, 
zero passing game and was rushing touchdown dependent. And all week, I almost played him. If it wasn't for the Burkhead news, I probably would have freaking played him. That would have been terrible. I mean, I played Chase Edmonds instead, so I didn't really gain a lot of equity there. It was with Kirk being back that I thought Edmonds. Uh, no, Kirk being back was not bad for Edmonds. Yeah, dude, I, I, I would like the offense to be better. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. It just wouldn't be through him. So I got a, I got, I've gotten a couple emails about the show over the last couple weeks. Oh yeah, uh, you want to read mo- them? Yeah, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read one of them right now. Uh, a couple of them have been like, "Hey man, I'm sorry you're so poor. Like I live in St. Louis and um, like I, I own this restaurant or whatever, and you can come get a meal on me." And that's not <laughs> a joke. So another one, another one. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll shout out my boy, uh, Kevin Safor. Uh, he emailed me and said, uh, "You should open up the show every time you lose with five new ways you can make money. Now that you can't make money in NFL DFS anymore." And uh, he reminded me, "Oh, dude, I can just, I can just uh, recycle cans. I can just start, I can just start recycling cans. I drink like, a, I drink like fifteen of these uh, diet iced teas a week." And I can just start recycling these cans, and that's like that's my new form of rakeback. That's, Nate, that's how should, I'm going to get there. Mate, you should start sending them all your sugar-free Red, Red Bull. All, cans. all my sugar-free Red Bull cans. That's how you can donate to the Davis Matic GoFundMe. Dude, you guys could play heads up for cans. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Davis, I'm sorry, dude. This is I mean, what are you going to do? Last week. last week was like a fun watching Davis. This is sad. <laughs> this is this is a month. <laughs> you just gotta. You just, at this point, at this point, I'm just embracing it, bro. And and thankfully, NBA is back. I've had three very good slates of NBA to start the year, so my account balance is not on zero. Yeah, it nobody is, loses is, at NBA. No one loses at NBA except for when Andre Drummond gets foul trouble immediately, and then you lose at NBA. I have lost at one night at NBA, and. I closed my laptop down at like 745 because it was so obvious I was going to lose. Uh, it's just crazy, dude. Guys, it's just why did crazy. I jam in Waller? I could have had a much Dude, better. I updated my Roto Tracker this last week. Depression. <laughs> Depression. I just, I had to you do it because. go off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had to do it because NBA season was starting and I needed to like know like where I, and also like taxes and stuff for coming up. So I like, I needed, I kind of like need to know. I, you actually might not. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I sent this email to my account and I was like, I don't Can think I we're going to get it. I was like, Can I, I don't think we're getting right a 1099 this year. <laughs> Here's here's this. Okay, okay. This is this is a true story. I've won I've won the uh, the mini max, uh, which is the DraftKings one dollar GPP with uh, one hundred and fifty dollar or one hundred fifty entries. I've won that five times in the calendar year of twenty nineteen in different sports. I'm not gonna get a ten ninety nine from DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> NFL's not over, Davis. Keep firing. It, we're, oh, through. It's, we're not getting back to E, buddy. We're we're not trying. Really? I I would I would like to get back to twenty percent. If I, if I could get back to like if I could get back eighty percent of what I've lost this year, I think we would be good. 
Which is a, that's a that's a that's a reasonable goal because I was playing way too fast and loose at the beginning of the year. I was like, certain teams in cash. No, it. I was just like I was just like reg- I was putting way too many teams in every GPP, and just like getting like uh, like just being stupid. And you gotta you gotta live with that. Looks like Christian McCaffrey's ten k next week. Are you still playing three hundred showdown lineups every week? Davis, because that might be a spot you're talking about. Uh, so, so per my roto tracker, that's a little bit of a leak. Yeah. So I'm just down Figured. to like 200. I'm just like down to 200 now. My teams were my teams were good uh, in this in this chief slate because Damian Williams luck boxed a touchdown after Lashawn McCoy fumbled. <laughs> I had like 60 percent Damian Williams who had zero touches through three quarters. Pretty sharp. Well, and anytime you uh, just miss the cash line, you just got to jam in Damian Williams and a bunch of showdown. Hope it works Here's out. Here's the thing, buddy. You can't, you can't get back to E sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, very okay. True. No, actually, so I was looking at the salaries for, uh, for next week's slate, and I got to be honest with you guys. It looks like perhaps the least appetizing DFS slate in the history of like I've ever seen. It is horrible. I, I could not identify I could not identify a second play to put in my placeholder after Christian McCaffrey. What are the odds that you take the week off? Oh, zero. I like your style. I have a podcast to produce. That's true. Zero. I mean, like look okay, like look at these games. Tampa Bay against Seattle. Like obviously the Tampa Bay guys are gonna be useless in Seattle and and, and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are too expensive. Anyways. Minnesota Wait, against why, why Kansas City. Uh, like, they're going to have a really low – like, I, I don't even look to the line Kenny yet, but Galladay is the second highest price. Why yeah, Kenny Galladay is, is 7,700. 7.7. Oh, bro, you just, you just jam in uh, Packers and Chargers. Zach Ertz, though, is 4,700, while Hunter Henry's priced all the way up at 6K. Seems like a little expensive for Zach Ertz, but okay. Sammy, I got I to gotta play for you, though. Ryan Griffin, 3.4K at the Miami Dolphins. I think a that's little, a smash for you. a little more expensive <laughs> than I generally like to go a tight end. We'll, we'll see. Well, well uh, Dallas Goddard, 3,100. Now you're talking my language. I mean, guys, this is bad. This is Dude, so, it's, it's, so bad. How – when – like literally, we are Odell Beckham is six point six, while uh, Godwin and Galladay are seven point three and seven point seven respectively. This is is Godwin going to go in the first round of seasonal leagues next year? He might. He's still. I mean, what is he? Twenty three. Yeah, he might. What's Juju going to do next year? Like, is Juju I think the the, the the Juju hype train. Is going to be the Godwin hype train next year. Everybody who drafted Juju way high this year is going to be drafting. Why are you subtweeting me right now, knowing that I just took such an L today? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got I, like you influence my seasonal picks. Because I don't do seasonal. I don't really get into football till DFS. I mean, started. the math behind Juju was fine. It's just like if you're going to project Ben Roethlisberger to die, yeah, Juju's not going to be very good. Because basically, any bad Davis takes throughout the offseason ends up influencing my seasonal teams. Because, like, Dude, I do seasonal drafts. I haven't done enough research yet. I have that. a lot of very good seasonal teams, so you must have not been using the projections the right way, Nate. That's all I'm saying. 
I, I went way high Juju DJ things like that should not have done bro well, DJ's I mean he's been really good DJ's been really good he got hurt what do you want yeah. him to do and Nate you got to understand something about seasonal it's like it's it, it's more of an art than a science it's more of an art bro you just you gotta you, you gotta let the, Sammy <laughs> I think you kind of have to let the draft come to you that's right I feel bad, dude. This this show is not funny enough. Like people are gonna they're gonna be like amped to listen to this, and they're gonna be like, actually, that sucked. And none of them had enough energy. And Nate didn't come in until thirty minutes through and just started tilting Leonard Fournette. Look, I mean, people really liked your uh, liked you last week because you were just on full blown tilt. But you you're at like the fourth stage now. You've gone past the tilt stage, and you're getting towards acceptance. And well, uh, everyone who win just for the show. Everyone who gambles a lot just understands that that like when you're the cooler, you it's like that's just the way it goes. And you're you're you you're not gonna fix it by trying harder. You're not gonna fix it by like doing something different. You're just like that's the downswung, and that's just how it goes. <laughs> what did what what did you guys end up? <laughs> this is very sage so word. That's <laughs> the saddest thing I've ever. That was heard. the saddest thing that we've ever said on this podcast. It's just true though. Like when you're when you're in a downswing, you're in a downswing, and like you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna like magically put enough elbow grease into like the daily roto optimizer to make it give you like the magic nuts. Like you just gotta you just gotta wait for like other people to be worse than you. <laughs> I mean, or uh, people be, are pretty bad as we found people out. Tried to be Davis. You had a five hundred dollar head to head where a guy played Saquon. I don't know what else you're gonna get. <laughs> you I, mean, sent, I sent that guy. I sent that guy one K for this week. Double down. <laughs> Davis is recycling cans, trying to get to one K. Somehow, somehow, this dude is gonna play Ryan Tannehill against Tennessee or against Carolina and beat me. He's probably going to play Johnny Smith, Sammy. I mean, the reality is 33% of people didn't play Latavius Murray. 70% of people didn't play Michael Thomas. I mean. And I was, I was part of that, like, 3% that somehow, like, so, like, that Venn diagram of, of 80 fantasy points was there, and there was a very small little sliver right there in the middle it's of people who, who didn't cash. It's, and, just, it's, just a, it's just a five foot five sliver. <laughs> Of just Davis Maddock. <laughs> <sighs> Michael Thomas thing was hilarious because everybody was all week like defense, tough matchup, tough match. It's Michael freaking Thomas, guys. Like, if yeah, Sammy and I were talking about mattered, that, like it's Michael Thomas. Like, but I do think I mean Hopkins was a good play as well. So if people paid up for Hopkins instead, I mean I don't hate them as much, but. Uh, no, actually, you're really bad if you did that. Michael Thomas was projected for five more points than than DeAndre Hopkins. You were actually bad if you played Hopkins over Thomas. I mean, I didn't, so I'm just saying it. I'm just I mean, letting had... anyone know out there, you were bad. I, I'm not giving you a pass. Davis, you just need to follow the follow the uh, the the optimizer more, the DR projections. Like last week, you played. Uh, Andrews we don't, instead we of don't, Waller. We don't, mm, we don't need to get into. We don't need <laughs> and, to get and into this, the Mark and this Andrews. Week you, you, you played great over Johnu. Just follow the projection. Davis, last week you, right you there. played Latavius Murray at what salary, and now you're going to play him at seven k, like lock. I actually, I actually locked Latavius in all like two hundred of my MME teams. Yeah, every hundred percent of lineups. That was that was how I actually made money today. Was I locked him and I had Michael Thomas in like sixty five percent, and I had a bunch of Cooper Cup. 
I had 60% DD in, or in uh, GPP, so it was a little rough. So RIP Nate. I mean, the reality is, Latavius, if Alvin Kamara were 5.8, would you play him? Of course. Yes. Latavius had, what did he have, nine targets going into halftime? What was that that I texted you? Yeah. I mean, Latavius, it was just. You know what my favorite thing is? Latavius. Everyone spent all day drooling over this, like, one really good Saquon Barkley run. Like, he, like, bounced off a guy and then shoved another New York Giants defender down and then hurdled another one. Yeah, bro. It was like it was like Mario where he gets star power. Like he was that, that run happened when they were down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. But Saquon has one of those runs like every week. When he touches yeah. the ball over it's like really good at it's like really good at helping his team be two and seven. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were talking about something with like DFS no, you're just trying to book a win on a take. There's no there's no need to book a win on that take. That's a big fat W in the book of Davis Matic. They're still Daniel Jones truthers. That guy, that guy is Brock Osweiler. But not as good looking. Was Brock Osweiler good looking? Very handsome. Well, anyone have, anyone have final thoughts? Yeah, I think Sammy needs to evaluate his thought process on Mike Williams. Mm. Mike, uh, Williams, Mike Williams was very thin because he is he is a, a career-long dude who gets air yards and that doesn't necessarily translate. He you know, scored 11 touchdowns last year, but I think he had like 400 yards. Yeah, you know, Nate, I, I looked at my uh, DraftKings account after this slate. It just said full. <laughs> DK account balance, full. <laughs> full. <laughs> Sammy doing all right. <laughs> Mike Williams is a beta. Well, there's no, there's no denying that. Yeah. Oh, what did you guys, real fast, what did you guys do at defense? Did you both go Chargers? Yeah. I thought they were, I thought they were like a lock. They were what, 2.3, right? Yeah, against Trubisky. How many points did they end up getting? Nine, Nine which would have been fine, except for Jacksonville got 15. Yeah. That was a good play. I, I played the Lions, and they got a touchdown right off the bat. So, like, they scored, and Johnny scored, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be rich. Um, they ended up with 11, and they were at 2.8. I thought that was fine. They gave I, up so many garbage time points. Like, the most, like, like they were up, like, 30, what, 34 to 10, and then just Daniel Jones was just like, oh, seeing these backup safeties, and his eyes got big. Yeah, and then they didn't cover. Like, that was the situation you wanted where, like, Daniel Jones is throwing, and you know he's going to throw. Like, that was great. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed they only got 11, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Such is life. All right. It is uh, – This is our worst is, podcast of the season. It's just really bad. Oh, by far. I, I blame you, Nate, honestly. I, I own that one. I, I fell asleep. And uh, yeah, slept through my life. I just, I didn't have, I honestly, I did not have the energy or the, um, the, like the, the life force to give the people what they needed. I just, I didn't have it in me. Like last week, I was in more of more like a maudlin mood, but like I just really, I just want to go to bed. So Do that's it. where we're at with that. Do it. And, and when you stop by that guy's restaurant to get his free food, you can tell us about it. <laughs> tweet, next tweet, tweet about it. Dude, dude, he said he had the best barbecue in St. Louis. So I'm probably going to go get a free meal, if I'm going to be honest. Who, who needs food stamps when you got people on Twitter? Recycling cans, bro. I got a life plan. 
here's the here's the thing. This is and this is I'll leave you I'll leave you guys with this because everyone deserves to have something funny in this podcast. I I've been I've been saving up my crowns on DK for so long because I wanted to flex having a million crowns, but I think I'm just gonna have to turn them into DK cash now, right? They'll have to be your entries for next week. <laughs> Davis is just going all in. He's taking all of the, the, the diet iced teas and all the DK crowns. And he's accepting all of your head-to-heads. Bring it on. I started I, – I've had this um, Bovada bonus locked up in my – oh, I'm not even supposed to say that on this podcast. I've had this offshore sportsbook bonus in my, in my account forever. But I can't withdraw any money. I have I have all this money locked up, but I can't withdraw it because it's locked up in like a Bitcoin bonus. So I just like bet like two hundred player props today just to like start clearing my bonus. Hey, at least Bitcoin's up this week. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if Bitcoin was down like twenty percent during this swing? I mean, it would be it would be very tough for you. I I I okay. I I've got to be honest. My my like block folio like uh like refreshing has definitely gone up. Oh. Yeah, I gotta I got a lot of coins to get. I gotta get rid of like all these like horrible alt bags though. Like I just I just don't need I just don't need them anymore. So if anyone wants to buy some stellar lumens from me, <laughs> <laughs> David's got a smoking deal. We'll play heads up for stellar lumens. <laughs> And we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs>